This is the True Real Estate 911 podcast with Lisa True. Lisa will share up-to-date real estate information with you that you need to know. Welcome to True Real Estate 911. It is Brian Mudd along with your local real estate pro, Lisa True. And this is the show about local real estate to get you well-positioned for all of your considerations, whether you're thinking about buying, selling, if you just have questions about real estate in Palm Beach or Martin County. And as we get going today, if you're not already at truerealestate911.com, well, go there because you're going to find the best local resource for real estate information available to you, including the ability to search the MLS in real time, in real time, just like the real estate pros do. It's really neat to see and better information than you can attain, even on sites like Zillow, for example. Also, if you are thinking about uh, real estate, well, the true is always ready to help you. Again, if you're buying, if you're selling, if you have questions, 561-972-8326. 561-972-8326. Trues are ready to help you. Lisa, before we get going today, uh, here we are, uh, hurricane season. Oh, yay. Um, as we hit this stretch of the uh, real estate season, what are you seeing this year coming off this super hot spring you've been telling us about? Well, it's still super hot. And if you have been waiting for any reason to sell your single family home, you need to stop waiting. The buyers are still out there. They are still... Um, really looking for a home, looking for a home this summer. We've even been able to sell some properties and do some post occupancies for some of our clients that had dates that they couldn't move before. So don't let a condition really stop you from at least calling us and let's having a conversation about is this the time, when is the right time to make sure that you're getting what you're looking for? Well, uh, this much I know. Taking your advice works out. It's not just a level of expertise. It's also a process with the True Group. And that's some of what we're going to talk about on today's show. The difference when you have the right people in the right places doing the right things, and then also the proper process to go along with the expertise. Now, we've seen a lot of different things over the years. Um, I've seen a lot of them with you uh, as uh, we began this show during the housing crisis and the changes that have taken place in local real estate over that period of time. But the one thing that's been consistent, which is success, whether we're talking about short sales and foreclosures or we're avoiding foreclosures, if we're uh, talking about selling luxury properties or affordable properties, all the changes. As you take a look at the changes in real estate, which are pretty constant, how is it that you've gone about over the course of time being able to adapt to be able to maximize success for the people that you're working with? Well, I think it starts with the concept of mastery. So mastery, the definition is that it's 10,000 hours put into anything. So whether it's golf or playing an instrument or your profession, it takes time to have mastery. You don't, even with a degree, you come right out of college, um, you know, we're, we're looking for team members right now. And many of the applicants are recent college graduates, which is great. And yet when you really add up the number of hours they spend in their specialty, so maybe marketing as an example, they, they're not even close to 10,000 hours. And so one of the things with at our company is that all the key positions are held by people that have mastered that skill. And we run our company just like every other company except real estate and many lenders out there. And that is everybody's a specialist. And there's somebody who's making key decisions that has mastered that at a very high level. 
I control marketing. And, you know, people say to me, well, who makes the decisions on where you advertise? I do. Who makes the decisions on Facebook and what's working today? I do. Why? Because I have the most expertise and I spend hours and hours and hours reading, learning, going to great conferences, spending time. I've had the honor to be with Gary V. Um, he's brutal, smart, and yet honest <laughs> and has given me great advice about our business, which of course I took back and implemented. The other thing that I think that we do very well is we look backwards, but we look forwards. We're looking at trends, trajectory. And I think since I've been on the show, every prediction that we pretty much have said has occurred. Without question. And it's because we're we're looking at great data and we're looking at what that means. Because that's, I think, what's missing, you know, many times, right? Is, okay, yes, there's data. There's a lot of data out there. The question is, what does it mean? And unfortunately, a lot of the data is looking backwards. And so you have to also look at the trends of what's coming forward and what the past present is going to cause for the future. And so we do that at a high level. And then we're also talking to a lot of people every day. So we hear the changes in the buyer's feelings. We hear the changes with the appraisers. We're, we, we're gonna hear how the maybe the agents are feeling because we are talking to so many people on a daily basis. And so we feel the, the tremor of change sooner than maybe somebody who's maybe higher up the mountain per se. We're closer to kind of the ground to feel it quicker. When you talk about all of that coming together, I was envisioning a typical real estate agent that means well, it's trying to have success, but the difference between your expertise and the mastery process that you just described and the average person who is simply trying to get a listing and then trying to sell a listing. Now, the difference there, we've depicted this over the course of time, it's significant. You know, seven to 10% more, for example, in, in terms of price. You're talking about the average property in Palm Beach County, that's over $30,000 with the difference, a very big deal. And then also the time spent on market and the difference there as well. I mean, that's ultimately what you're talking about, right? Is it's not just a matter of, well, can I sell a property or, or can I help someone find a property? Ultimately, the level of detail within the success in that process is the difference. Yes. I mean, to give you an example, um, I, you know, I'm always watching what goes into my mouth from a from a food standpoint. Mm -hmm. And so I, I use a lot of food analogies. Uh, imagine that. So it's kind of like the real estate market, especially today, is like if I gave you a cupcake or I gave you a muffin. So if I handed you a muffin and you like sweets, you would be very happy and enjoy that muffin and be grateful for it, right? Well, the muffin represents the typical agent that may, yes, they're gonna probably get it sold. If you have a hot property, they're gonna get it to the closing table. What we offer is the cupcake. Now, I, if I have the choice, I'm gonna choose the cupcake with all the pretty icing and the little things on top. If we're not counting calories. It, you know what, there's no calories in these. <laughs> they are absolutely calorie free. And so what we do are the extras. So the frosting, 
might be selling over asking price. The frosting may be being able to negotiate a post-occupancy. For years, I've been doing 40, about 40% of our transactions have some sort of post-occupancy, rather it be a week or I've had them as much as four months. And many of those are unpaid for. So I have a client right now staying a month for free in their house. Think about that, for free. And for years, I would get the question from the team, who do you think you are, Lisa True? (laughs) And I would go, yes, because it became so normal that we could negotiate these extra things when it matters. It doesn't always matter. If you have a vacant house, who cares? But if for me, if I can have my clients close, get their money, and then put their stuff on the moving truck as a Listing agent, I'm much happier because there's less risk, right, of something happening last minute that's going to cause panic. So there's a lot of things that we do that are extras. And then I always say who we are is, is, I think, more important than what we do. Because what we do, yes, is important. But who we are, having the four truths that can come together And when there's one challenge with one of our deals, it is not one agent on your side. You have the four of us on your side and we're gonna come up with a solution. And many times it takes two or three of us to come up with that perfect solution and to bring all of our expertise together. It's daily that one of us is seeking, hey, what do you think about this? Or, hey, have you considered that? Or, hey, I'm negotiating this deal you know, how, what would you do to bridge the gap? It just brings new energy to the solution. And everything isn't about the problem, it's about the solution. And for me, that's irreplaceable. And it's one of the reasons why we're so picky about who we let into our company. I'm not about just throwing a bunch of agents out there and hoping they sell something. It's not who we are. We want the best of the best of the best because honestly, my clients deserve it. Every single one of them deserve that level, and we care about them as an extension of our family. The analogy that comes to mind as you're talking about that, you'll hear about players who leave everything on the field. At the end of a game, there was nothing else they had left to give. And you contrast that with people that might have talent, but you can tell the people that might take a play off here or there, or or the people who maybe hold a little something back. And... Having worked with you on three different properties personally, it's the leaving everything on the field approach. I have no doubt that anytime you take on uh, a client, be it on the buy or sell side, whatever the potential outcome is, are we getting the absolute best deal possible under the circumstances that were agreed to? And those are the types of conversations that I often think are not taking place in most real estate discussions. You know, we wear uh, these these bracelets, everybody at the company, and they're, they're not forced. Um, it, it's certainly something where, when I came up with this word to define kind of our position as a company, um, I offered it and said, you know, I'd love for you to wear them as a symbol of, of your buy-in to this philosophy. And there wasn't one person that said, no, I don't want, want it. And I made it very safe that if they didn't want or didn't buy it or didn't believe in it, then, you know, that let's talk about it. Um, and the word is committed. And so the definition that came to me, this actually came to me when I was looking at our corporate story. Why are we in business? 
And when I looked at this word, I said, all right, what this means to me is there's nothing we won't say, nothing we won't do and nowhere we won't go. And then you have to add, you know, and shouldn't have to add this as long as it's legal and moral um, to help, uh, help our clients achieve their goals. And as a leader, that's the same commitment I have for my team members to help them achieve their goals. And every day, that's what brings us to be ready to defend our client's equity or to help that client have whatever their goals are achieved. And for us, it's just um, that word committed means a lot to us. It is not just showing up when you feel like it. It's showing up when it's needed and honestly showing up when you don't feel like it because it's easy when it's easy. I've seen it out of you firsthand. I will never forget 1137 on a Saturday night when you were working on a deal for us, you sending over documentation because you had been working on it that late on a Saturday night to try to get success as quickly as possible. I mean, that's what you're ultimately talking about here, whatever it takes. It's whatever it takes. And every true has that commitment and every team member that joins us also needs to have that commitment. And one of the things that I look at is, you know, if I am that committed for my team members, then they will once again be that committed for our clients. And that's how somebody wins with me. Take care of my client because every one of my clients is everyone's clients at the company. There's none of this, um, oh, that's not my job or that's not my client. It's what drove me crazy about real estate. It's why we decided to open a team-based brokerage because I think, I know, it serves our clients best. The period. difference in being able to create your own company and your own culture independent of another agency ultimately, which the overwhelming majority of real estate agents are tied into. They'll have their license with a particular uh, agency that they have to adhere to ultimately. Well, one of the things that uh, people don't understand, buyers or sellers, is that there are very few opportunities to have somebody represent you as a person in the transaction. And we, we talk about this a lot, and yet it is something that because it's by default, the agents representing the transaction. We had a, a um, deal that we're doing with another agent, and he said, how refreshing to have an agency actually representing their client. This is another <laughs> agent. Now, not all companies, most companies today won't allow that because it's a higher level of service, expectation, legal fiduciary. And I'm thinking, I believe everybody deserves that. I believe you deserve to have somebody on your side looking out for you. It's kind of the difference between a litigator in the law and a, an arbitrator or a mediator. And I just think somebody has, you know, the ability, needs to have the ability to say, look, if I were you, this is what I would do. And we learned a long time ago, it doesn't matter what I would do because it really matters what, if I were them, what would I advise them to do? Well, and there is something that becomes that much more important with that fiduciary responsibility you're talking about within the real estate process. For many people, not everybody, but for many people, especially non-investors, there is a huge emotional process that's playing out during the, the process of buying or selling, or certainly if you're doing both. And it's very easy 
to be led by emotions. Statistically, over 90% of the time that you make emotional decisions, when it pertains to money, you will make a mistake. And we talk about the, the difference in the seven and 10%, for example. Well, if you ask somebody, hey, you know, how hard, how much time do you put in to work to earn $1,000? Well, you know, to, to the average person, that's gonna be significant at sure. a certain level. 1% in terms of a mistake on real estate, now you're talking about an excess of $3,000. If you're talking about luxury properties, you can be talking well beyond that. Right. Just a 1% mistake. And having somebody that is that engaged, that's trying to get that last 1%, let alone the other six to nine, that is huge in ways in which the average person, when they're emotional and just wanting an outcome, might not necessarily appreciate in the process. Yes. I mean, it's uh, one of the things that we are always looking to do, which is, you know, first of all, to help the person achieve their goals, but also to help them position it so that they are happy long term. And if you can put more money in your pocket or if you can get the deal structured in the right way, then it's a better deal. Right. And so we will never put ourselves in a position of needing the deal more than being able to say to somebody, this isn't the right deal for you. Um, we have to be okay that we may need to say, you know what, this isn't exactly what we thought it was going to be. You know, this is maybe not the right one. And in the past, we have said that. And our clients appreciate our ability to separate ourselves from the transaction. So many times when we're negotiating, I'll hear one of the agents talking on the phone with the other agent. When they get off, I'm like, that agent needs that deal. They need that car payment. You actually have an advocate for your client, not them advocating for their client, which is great. To be honest with you, that's wonderful for us. And yet that other client doesn't understand that. You know, they, they think their agent is their you know, representing them and really they're looking to get a deal done so that they can make their mortgage or their car payment. And for the average real estate agent who makes under $40,000 per year, that absolutely is the case. And then you can see a, a, the different version of a somewhat similar thing on the other side. Mistake that's commonly made with luxury agents that tend to be specialists in certain communities. You'll have people that assume, well, I mean, this is the go-to for whatever the reason happens to be. And maybe that real estate agent, that firm, they might not need that transaction in a timely fashion. But then you also see the byproduct of what happens when people uh, just take listings. And just taking a listing, especially on a luxury property, how many do we have that we talk about in so many shows that are a million plus listings that have been sitting on the market for a year two years. The average length of time to sell one that's listed is over a year. Yeah. And the impact of the people looking to sell at that point, I mean, nobody wants to have people that are looking at their home in perpetuity. And yet that's the reality, let alone not getting the desired outcome. You know, one of the interesting things that once again, I think it's a misconception of our industry is that a brand does not sell a listing. <laughs> a company doesn't sell a listing. Your agent that you've hired sells the listing. And the the world we live in, and most people don't understand this because you have when you're hired for a company, you know the the company you you're an employee for most parts for many people. In real estate, we're what's called independent contractors, and so a 
company cannot say, as long as the agent's legal and moral, cannot say you must do anything. So you may have one company brand agent that's excellent, and you may have one that's not excellent. Same company, right? Yeah. And the company, and I've been with many over one company I was with for 10 years. My first 10 years in real estate changed brands five times. So I've been with a lot of companies and the company does not sell a listing, period. The individual agent that you choose and many people are making assumptions because they're a brand, a certain brand, that they must all be luxury agents and successful. Look at things like Zillow. Look at their sales record. Look at what others say about them. Look at independent information because honestly, what an agent says, when we talk to somebody about selling, we validate everything we're showing them because otherwise it's just my opinion of myself. I want people to read what other people say about me. I want them to see demonstrations of my marketing. Here's my plan. I give you a written plan. This is what I'm gonna do to sell your home. Don't just assume because it's a luxury name that they've got a luxury plan for your home because otherwise every property would be sold, right? Every luxury home would be sold. It's just not how this world works. That's how the real estate world works. So it's really important to know what the agent's plan is and don't buy buzzwords. Like say, okay, show me what that means, right? <laughs> because you deserve it because you're signing. Here's what people don't understand. They say, oh, I'll just cancel it. You're signing a contract and many of them are not cancelable. And so now you're in a six to 12 month contract and you're not happy. So do your research on the front end and say, exactly what are you gonna do? Show me how you've done that in the past. Here's the thing people don't understand. 87% of first year real estate agents are out of business. Wow. 87%. Now, why do you think that is? They definitely do not have the uh, skills and experience to have success. <laughs> well, and many of them are not told the truth about what real estate is. Like they're told, first of all, they watch reality TV shows, right? And it looks so easy and so much fun. Uh, I don't know. I don't really think they look, it, they make it look fun, but whatever. The, you know, <laughs> they make it look like it's easy. We're all selling, you know, $10 million homes or $20 million homes. Um, and driving around expensive cars and going to parties all the time, right? <laughs> Just like my day every single day. And and yet the reality is it's a sales job. It's a consultative job. It's a customer service job. And if you don't understand that going into it and you just go, oh, I like houses, then you're going to have a little bit of a disappointment to realize that, oh, I, I actually don't have any of the skills I need. And oh, by the way, how many hours am I going to work? Right. <laughs> this is not a hobby because think about it. Your clients deserve somebody who's all in because this is for many people, one of your larger financial decisions you're going to make in this year period. And so you need somebody who understands how to maximize that opportunity for you. The website is truerealestate911.com. If you're not there, go check it out, truerealestate911.com. And again, buying, selling questions, seven days a week. The truth, they're ready to help you. Call 561-972-8326, 561-972-8326.